Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast and B-Sales Executive Shows on iTunes. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321 Biz Dev LLC brings a combination of sales system training, business development services, and website design to worldwide business owners of any size. Our business is people. Our product is sales performance. We tell business owners exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. The 321 team can help business owners meet or exceed their revenue expectations. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions. Contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code 1-415-515-6760. We have over 110 hours and 275 episodes of business development content and interviews with business owners from around the world. So hello everybody, today is um, Tuesday, April 28th, 2020, and I have about five, maybe seven podcast episodes to uh, upload uh, during this cycle. And uh, so let's get started. Today's podcast episode is titled, and this is for the politicians. If you are a Democrat politician in a state where Trump low unemployment, lots of jobs, etc. You are hoping for COVID-19 to feel useful again. So that is the the topic, and it's mainly to these Democrat politicians. And uh, some of you have seen these uh, two politicians, these two Democrats. I know one has jumped ship, and that's uh, Representative Vernon Jones in uh, Metro Atlanta, out there in Cobb County. And the other person that she hasn't jumped ship, but she's really speaking her mind, and that's Karen Whitsett. She's a Michigan State um, representative. And, uh, you know, so both of them are, you know, talking about just speaking their minds. So that's the rare case. There There are probably some other Democrats that are probably afraid to speak up about what they really feel, because if you are an American, you know, a true blue, red-blooded, a true red-blooded, a true blue, red-blooded American, as the saying goes, there's no way that you should accept what is going on right now with this COVID-19 thing. There are so many business owners, um, you know, here in California, throughout the, you know, the United States that are hurting, that are hurting unnecessarily. These business owners are being told they can't open because of some type of you know, COVID-19 thing, which in my opinion is a little, a little more harsher than the cold and probably the flu. So that's what I believe it's, I think it's, it was all set up. There are uh, tapes and, and links showing how people 
were planning this in, in 2020, in the last year of uh, President Trump's uh, presidency. So going back at least to 2015, there are videos and, and statements. And even with some of the people that are standing next to Trump, there are statements that people are making saying that this is going to happen in 2019, 2020. So this whole thing has been orchestrated from the beginning. And a friend of mine in New York uh, talked to me today and she asked me, why do I think Trump went through with this? Because he, I know he had to know that some of these uh, people that he was going to call for as, as experts were fishy. Like a lot of the Democrats are, they're just fishy people. You know, liars, fishy people, untruthful, you know, uh, always plotting, you know, can, can never say anything 100% accurate or even like 2% accurate. So my friend from New York asked me, why do I think Trump went with this? Well, he probably said, you know what? If people will get sick, by default, he has to go with it, even though he, he, he probably heard these two people were shady. And you know what two people I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention their names. But he probably heard that these two people were shady from two previous shady administrations, or at least one shady administration. So he went with it thinking, you know, worst case scenario. And now that we know that these numbers are not even near uh, matching what was done to, you know, supposedly bend this curve. That's a that's a, a idiotic statement. Now that we look at it, look at it today. So here in California, you know, we have uh, this governor that's doing this thing where he's holding, you know, private sector people and small business owners hostage. One lady even begged for her job. She begged to start her business again. And so she had a you know face mask on and she was literally begging that the governor reopen the state for business. And that's a damn shame, folks. We are Americans. We don't have to beg to do something that we're guaranteed through the Constitution and even before the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, which guarantees us life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And you know, and and, and, the, and the unalienable rights that are given to us by God. No American should have to beg to be able to pay their bills, to feed their families, to provide housing for themselves or families. So again, that's a doggone shame. So these Democrat politicians, the reason why I did this, this short podcast episode is because when you have low unemployment, you have a lot of people working. You have jobs that are coming back from different countries. Um, you know, so anyone who wanted to find a job could find a job. So when, when a lot of people are working and the unemployment rate is between three and 4%, who needs a Democrat? You don't need a Democrat when all those things are happening in the positive. So people who may not know if you're a Democrat listening to this, I'm not throwing shade on Democrats because they have a D next to their names. I'm talking about Democrats is because over the last 20 years, they have lost their constituents. They, they used to have a lot of union members and, and Democrats used to do a lot of great things for union members. 
so those union member numbers dropped. So Democrats began to embrace the, uh, the LGBT community, and they also started embracing illegal aliens for votes and for support. So when Trump, you know, improved the economy, when, when people said he wouldn't be able to, that made Democrats a role in our society almost nothing. Okay, so what are you going to do? Are you going to, uh, you know, promote the LGBT community? I mean, I have nothing against the LGBT community, but Democrats embrace them to get them to, to get certain laws changed, which I don't necessarily agree with. So I'm really not upset with the LGBT community. I'm more upset with Democrats because they had nothing to bring to the to the table for the American. So they went to find someone to use. So the Democrats use LGBT, they use illegal aliens, and Democrats have had a long history of using black people since the, the late 60s and early 70s. They've used black people for votes by promising them things, and then after blacks vote for Democrats, nothing changes. And this has been going on for at least 50, like 51, 52 years. You know, I was a, you know, a toddler in this, in the sixties, but you know, I do remember my mother being on welfare. So and I do remember, you know, these welfare benefits coming. And I'm not saying that the welfare benefits were not um, positive things, but what I am saying, blacks bought into that. They bought into it in a sense where there was nothing else done for blacks other than these welfare benefits. And as soon as blacks voted for Democrats, those Democrats were nowhere to be found until the next election cycle. And I'm in, I'm in my fifties, so I'm not a young guy. So I'm not talking about, you know, some make-believe stuff, some fan, some vanity things, uh, some things that, um, that I read off the internet. I lived it. My mother, was on welfare, she was a, a drug addict, and my father was a drug dealer, and I lived, I had six hellish years between uh, like 1971 and uh, 19, you know, 77, until like five, six years later when I turned 18 and it was able to do my own thing. So I'm just telling people, these politicians, these Democrat politicians, they have nothing else to do when they when the economy is was going great so you have to factor in that these democrats must have plotted this COVID 19 fiasco because now they have things to do they can ask you know the government for money they can ask for ventilators they can they can ask for protective uh you know uh ppe that that protective equipment stuff you know, and, and, they, and now they have the power to shut down a state for fear of spreading a disease, which is, again, no more than the cold, at worst, the flu. And I've had the flu probably in my lifetime, probably 10 times. I just recently had it in 2017 when I had the flu and then uh, I didn't um, stay in the house as long as I should have. And I went to Idaho. And if, you, and if you've never been to Idaho in the winter, Idaho is cold. Idaho was between 
5 and 15 degrees during the daytime. And at night, it dropped down to 2 degrees and zero. So I was there visiting my son. And so I didn't re fully recover from the flu. Then I went to Idaho and ended up with walking pneumonia when I got back to California. And I'm going to tell you, you know, COVID-19 does not have anything on walking pneumonia. So if I'm not feeling like I felt, or if I don't have the, any risk of, of having that illness like I had with walking pneumonia, I don't give a damn about COVID-19. And now we find out these are two California doctors that, uh, that tested over 5,200 people within the last uh, 30 to 60 days. They have found out that the, uh, the percentage of people who could uh, become very ill it's like it's 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 like like three out of ten thousand cases, like point zero three percent. So you know three three cases out of ten thousand, someone would get gravely ill. Everybody else will either not be affected or be affected and be fine within a few days. In fact, I went on a I went on a a, a travel trip to Europe about. 30 days before supposedly China released this COVID-19 thing. And I think I caught COVID-19 on the plane when I was going to Barcelona. And I was sitting next to a Chinese guy. I kid you not. Now, I don't dislike Chinese people. I had, a, I, you know, I've had a lot of uh, Chinese friends, you know, over the years. So I don't have anything against the Chinese people. I'm talking about the China government that I'm talking about. So I sat next to this Chinese guy on the plane and within 48 hours, 48 to 72 hours, when I was in France, I felt, you know, like I was coming down with the flu, but it wasn't as severe as the flu. And it was more um, pronounced than having a cold. So that's why I'm saying it's, it was between having the flu and a common cold. So it was somewhere in the middle. But 36 hours later, I was up and feeling fine and, and finishing my, my travel to, uh, to Italy, to uh, Civita Vecchia, Rome, and uh, Naples. And my in-laws also came down with it. So we all gave it to each other, but it didn't last no more than maybe 24 hours for each of us. And we're all 50 plus people. So that's why I'm saying this whole COVID-19 thing um, is, in my opinion, the, the illness was real, but the elevation to where we are now, where we are depriving Americans the ability to run their businesses and to work, is that's the hoax to me. So I just wanted to let you know that. And these Democrat politicians, they are giddy as hell now because now they feel important. See, Democrats in my opinion, are not as useful unless there are major problems with, with, with people having, you know, they need something. But when the, when the unemployment rate is three to 4% and most people who are looking for a job can find a job, Democrats are not useful. So that's the reason why I wanted to do this podcast episode about these Democrats. So let's move on to the next one. Today's episode is titled, If You Want to Keep Your Private Sector Business, A Socialist Government 
will restrict you from making a profit. Folks, listeners, you see what the socialist, damn near communist government, the state government or state governors are doing right now. If Trump is not reelected in 2020 to do another four years, small business owners, white collar small business owners, I'm talking attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, you can expect this type of interference with your business all four years for as long as Democrats are in charge. And what happens when Democrats are in charge, they tend to stay in charge because they cheat. They, they want to um, you know, uh, go around the, the legal voting system. They want dead people to vote. So if you own a small business and you're, or you're a private sector, hard working American, you do not want a socialist government in charge because, because socialist governments, just by their definition of being a Democrat socialist, they don't like private sector workers. They don't like small business owners. And you don't want to know why? It's because the small business owner and the private sector, hard working American, they can determine how much they can make. So let's talk about the hard working American. So you start your job. Let's say you start a job. I'm, I'm using California numbers now, so don't freak out. You start a job at like $18 an hour. Okay. And your company is, is a great company. It's, it's doing well. And people that you started working with uh, six months ago, now they're getting promoted and they're going from $18 to maybe $21 an hour. Uh, they're getting, you know, decent salary increases. And then, you know, six months, nine months later, you're making $23, $24 an hour in your new position, or maybe you got a, a good raise. See, Democrats don't like that. They don't like for private sector, hardworking Americans to see that type of pro progress in their careers and in, in their income. Because as long as a private sector, hardworking American is excelling in his job or her job, then you, you, you're, you're believing in the capitalistic system. You're saying, you know, I went from $18 and now I'm at $22 and five years down the road, maybe you're, you are a manager or supervisor uh, or, and, or maybe you're making close to $30 an hour because you're, you have more responsibilities. Democrat socialists don't like that. They want your salary to stay the same so you can complain about not making enough money. Now, small business owners, they definitely don't like uh, small business owners. I'm talking about Democrat socialists who, act, who are acting like communists now with this COVID-19 thing. Okay, so Democrat socialists do not like small business owners because you get to determine how much you're making. So if you have a small business like a dental practice and, uh, and you're seeing yourself on a monthly basis, bring home eight, nine, ten thousand dollars after all your bills are paid and your employees are, are well paid and the, and the lease is paid for the office. Uh, all of your other expenses are paid and you're bringing home eight, nine thousand dollars per month. Democrat socialist politicians do not like that and they will find ways 
to obstruct the way you make money. And this COVID-19 thing was the perfect way for them to obstruct you to make money. And how they obstructed you making money, they shut you down. They shut down the small business owners and the, the small business owners now can't even make a dime. In fact, there are so many small business owners that are opening their businesses in secret. You know, they're, they're telling like hairstylists and uh, other, you know, spa owners, they're saying, hey, meet me at the office like at seven o'clock and I'll open the doors and let you in. And they're treating their, 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 their customers in the back so that no one can see them. Because you know what? What really pisses me off right now is that we have snitches. We have people that have nothing to do with that small business owner's uh, business tattletailing on that small business owner. They're calling the county officials and they're saying, you know what? I think, I think this business is open. There's people inside the building. There, there are lights on. And that county official or that cop comes down and, say, and says, ma'am, sir, you are not supposed to be in business. You are not supposed to make any money because we are in a stay at home situation. So again, these Democrat politicians, please, if you're listening to this podcast episode, please, if you care about your business, if you care about making money in the future and for a long time in the future, please do not vote for Democrats. If you are a hardworking American employee and you want to see your income, your hourly salary go from 18 to 20 to $25 to $30 an hour over a period of time with promotions and assuming supervisor management roles, please do not vote for Democrats. You will be hurting yourself. Now I know some small business owners and, and, and hardworking American employees thought that voting for Democrats uh, in the past was a good idea. Well, now you know, because they are the ones that are forcing you to not have a business and not to be able to work as a private sector employee. Okay, so quit voting for Democrats. Never do that again, forever. And tell your kids never to vote for Democrats. And tell your neighbors to your left and to the right not to vote for Democrats. Now, the only people that I see will continue to vote for Democrats are public sector workers, primarily your state, county, and city workers, because, you know, being a, a, a city, a county, or state worker, that butters your bread, you know? But I also know some, some public sector employees that don't like this, but I would, I would say that probably the majority, I would say 51%, just to be nice, <laughs> 51% of public sector workers will continue to vote for Democrats. In fact, that's the reason why they are working for the city, the county, and, uh, and the state, because uh, the work tends to be a little easier unless you're doing some very you know, stressful technical job. The work tends to be, you just show up to work, no one's gonna monitor your production. Uh, it's hard to get fired, and 30 years later, you'll get this pension. And, uh, and then you'll be able to live this life uh, based on the capitalistic system and private sector employees and, and small business owners 
uh, truly paying your bills. So today's podcast episode is titled Post CV-19, Post COVID-19. Will white collar small business owners make a profit without using 321 sales systems and business development services? So I just wanna say this, this COVID-19 thing has changed the game for a lot of small business owners, uh, especially the ones that we support, the attorneys, the CPAs, the dentists, the plastic surgeons, the insurance brokers and real estate brokers. Even with real estate, there are now real estate transactions where buyers are backing out of the deal because they either have seen a hiccup in their income where perhaps they're laid off and they can't uh, show that last paycheck stub or that uh, they can't get their verification of, of, of employment uh, verified because they're laid off. Or you have buyers now that are saying, you know what, this house, again, California prices, the house is $450,000. But I see the real estate market starting to slip tremendously. So if I buy this house at $450,000 and three months later, six months later, homes are now worth $350,000, some buyers are overpaying for, for, they see themselves overpaying for houses. So that's one of the one of the reasons or two of the reasons why the real estate market is is starting to suffer because of this uh, COVID-19 crap. So when COVID-19, when, when, when the, the official reopening occurs and it's starting to happen right now, I have no doubt that it's going to reopen. There are going to be so many restrictions for your business. Just today, I heard that here in California, that um, they're, they're, they're getting ready to pass this law that says, if you are a worker and you feel yourself coming down with a cold or the flu or something similar to COVID-19, the worker can file a worker's comp claim. Now, those of, you, those of you who are old enough and mature enough to know what that is, that's when you get hurt on the job. So if you have a blue collar job and something falls on your foot or you get cut at work or some type of uh, fume is out at, at your job and has to be evacuated and you suffer some type of uh, illness or harm and you need to be off for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, workers' compensation kicks in. It says you have been hurt on the job and you will have your... Uh, you will have your, you will receive treatment from the workers' compensation uh, doctor. You will receive income from the workers' compensation benefit, and you know you 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 will return to work when you're re rehabilitated or when you feel better. Now, here in California, at least, and I presume the other communist socialist states will do the same. They're going to make it so that when Johnny comes in the office and Johnny perhaps has a cold. Johnny can now say, I think I have the flu, or I think I have the COVID-19 thing, which some say uh, may not come back. Some say it may be around. Some say that it's, that it's always gonna be around. I don't think the, lat the latter are true. I think that it's gonna be just like the flu. I think it is just like the flu. 
So when I had the flu, when I was working, or when I, you know, had employees that I was supervising and managing, when I worked at a Fortune 500 company, when they had the flu, they would call in and say, Rick, I'm not feeling well, I have the flu. I wanna use some of my vacation time. And, uh, and typically it was like, cool, uh, and, and part of the policies of the companies were just bringing up like a doctor's note saying that you have a cold and blah, blah, blah. Because you know, some people like the malinger. And for people who, not, who are not familiar with that word, malinger means that you're faking it, okay? So some people with this new potential law that's coming out, they're gonna say, aha, I can get off work because I have the flu. Now, some people may legitimately have the flu. Again, they could use sick leave, PTO time to take off. But now they're saying the company has to pay for it above and beyond just you know a person using their sick time or PTO time, which is gonna cause a major disruption at companies, okay? It's gonna cause a major, major disruption because now employers will be, will be skeptical and they will be uh, reluctant to hire people if the majority of people use this workers comp thing when they get a cold or when they get the flu. And it's gonna crash their business because you know companies need employees there for productivity and performance. Productivity is you know moving a product or service through the cycle to the client. Performance is doing the job well. Well, if you don't have enough employees on staff when you're trying to service customers or provide that product uh, to that customer, it's gonna slip, you're gonna lose some customers. And if you lose customers, you, you won't hit your revenue goals. So 321 is gonna be very important to a lot of white collar small business owners in many ways because white collar small business owners, again, attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers, those industries will need to improve their sales systems. And the sales systems I'm talking about, I mentioned it, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting and closing. Small business owners, white collar small business owners will need to improve how they uh, put people in their, pipe, in their pipeline and how to make sure the pipeline is full at all times. Because, you know, white collar small business owners will no longer be able to treat their businesses like they treated them before COVID-19. Well, you know, I got a few customers coming in, a few appointments. Yeah, you know, I only need two, I got three. You know, uh, I, I really like to have five, but I'm making enough money at two or three just to pay my bills. I'm not worried, you know, it's been like this for a couple of years. I'll, I will always make enough money to pay my bills and have maybe an extra thousand dollars at the end of the month. Uh, but that's gonna change white collar small business owners with these new laws and how people feel about illness and how some of these uh, you know, communist socialist governors will design laws where you may not be able to see as many customers as often. You may have to change your office. You may have, you may not be able to have like all your staff in the office. You may have to have some people working from home and some people in the office to, 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 to uh, qualify or to meet these social distancing crap 
guidelines. So white collar small business owners will need to make their efforts count, especially in contacting and prospecting, and especially when you're meeting with this customer. And a lot of these customers, they, they now know, hey, you know what? My business is more important to this, to this business owner than before. Because before, you know, let's say there's a lot of CPAs out there. So uh, a business client could have said, okay, well, this CPA seems like he's pretty good or she's pretty good. And uh, so I'll just go with this CPA. Now, uh, business clients, business prospects, they will be saying, you know what, this person really needs my business. And I might ask for a discount or I may ask for uh, additional services, which equate to a discount. And uh, I'm going to make this CPA really meet my expectations, even more so than, you know, than that business, than that uh, business prospect would have done before. So that means white collar, small business owners who are out um, at trying to add new clients, you have to make it count now. You can't have this lack, lackadaisical way of, you know, this, of doing business or this, this uh, low-key nonchalant posturing about, well, you know, it'd be great if you become a client. You know, no, you can't do that anymore. You got to have your business in game on mode. You can't do business like that. So white collar small business owners will have to have sales systems and white collar small business owners may need to use 321 Biz Development Services. And what that means, listeners, is that you may want to have 321 do the contacting and prospecting for you and also train you on the closing because 321 Biz Dev with the business development services, we can help you fill your pipeline. I mean, you're responsible for your pipeline, but we can also supplement if not you know perhaps do the majority of filling your pipeline so you're going to have to do something after COVID 19 when businesses are reopened because these socialist communist governors they know they want to crush your business they do and and, and please I, I you know like i remember in 2011 i used to call this uh, radio station in san francisco and i used to talk to this radio host and I would say, Eric, you know, I feel a lot of socialism type stuff going on with this Obama administration. And the radio host in San Francisco used to laugh at me. I mean, I was a regular caller. He used to say, Rick, ha, ha, ha. Oh, come on. You're, you're being, you sound like a conspiracy theorist. Now look at what's happening. 2020, nine years later, these uh, socialist Democrats have had you know, time to plan this. And now they're trying to institute these socialist policies to really uh, defeat the capitalist system. Okay, the title of this podcast episode if, is called If Socialist Democrats Shut Down or Slow Down Free Enterprise Opportunities, Unsuspecting Democrats Will Also Feel the Pain. Now, this is a very odd podcast episode, and I'm doing it because I'm starting to I'm starting to see Democrat voters. They're saying, oh, hell no. Even though I'm a Democrat, I don't like what's going on with this COVID-19 thing. 
and not having the ability to work. You see, there are, you know, I don't know what the percentage is, I think it's probably 25% of Democrats who like the free enterprise system. I know small business owners who vote, who have, who, or who have voted Democrat all their lives. You know, I'm talking about the last 10, 20 years. They have voted Democrat and they have small business owners. And now these people are being affected uh, uh, negatively. And they're saying, oh my gosh, what in the heck's going on? I can't believe my, my mayor, my governor, my uh, congressman, congresswoman, my senator is, is, is doing this to me, okay? So there, again, there are a lot of Democrat voters who like the free enterprise system. They like to make money. They like capitalism. In fact, a lot of Democrat voters never really thought about capitalism because they took it for granted. They took it for granted that they can go out and get a good job. <clears throat> They took it for granted that they can make $10,000, $15,000 a month in their business. And now their earnings and revenues have been curtailed and brought to a halt in some cases. So I'm just letting people know that unsuspecting Democrats who have always voted Democrat, if you continue to vote Democrat, now that you see what these socialist Democrats are up to. It's, our, it's your own fault and you're cutting your throat. You're shooting yourself in the foot because these people have never liked individuals and businesses who uh, participated in the free enterprise system. They've never, they've never liked them. So I wanna thank you for listening to these uh, four to five podcast episodes. I have about four to five to go, but I'm gonna split it up and put it on another podcast segment. So if you are a white collar small business owner and this podcast episode addresses a concern or situation that you're going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code 1-415-515-6760 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a winning solution. We recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321bizdev.com services to complete a questionnaire survey to begin the consultative process. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day, make America great again, and vote for Donald J. Trump for president in November 2020. Bye-bye.